cutting edge guests, awesome uncensored jaw-dropping information, plus funny memes, good deeds, and loads of laughter. Kind of have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, if your soul's awake, then welcome, because you're in the right place. If you're looking for groundbreaking nutritional products that revolutionize the way your body operates, you have to check out this cutting edge nutrition brand, Root. The Trinity Pack Plus is a game changer. Let me show you. Zero In is the world's first quantumceutical, an all-natural adaptogenic nootropic that skyrockets clarity and creativity. Restore is a supplement that completely restores your gut health and optimizes your true brain. And last but not least, Clean Slate sweeps out heavy metals, including graphene oxide, gently evacuating toxins from the body to increase performance, longevity, and quality of life. Register now at therootsbrand.com soul to get your Trinity Pack Plus and to learn more about the Sovereign Soul Show's mission to save 100 million children and how to get rewarded for being a part of the Root community. See you there. Good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Sovereign Soul Show, where we stand for the holy trinity of love, levity, and liberty. Because after all, love is greatest power everywhere. And laughter is the best medicine, especially covering serious topics and all matters ancient, current, and quantum, right? Absolutely. That's a mantra. Our mascot, the Bling Buddha, he fully subscribes to it as he fires red pills from his nine mil. He has a Punisher tattoo over his left breast, symbolizing, let's save the children. I'm your host, Brad Wozniak. I'm grateful to all of you, divine lions and lionesses, for tuning in. I've served my country at the federal level as a Canadian infantry soldier. I've served it at the provincial level as a wildfire ranger, leaping out of helicopters to fight forest fires. And I've also been a part of the corporate rat race where shortly after the three World Trade Center towers collapsed in their footprint, they pancaked, I stood at ground zero, witnessing the heroic rescue efforts which went on. Then I was walking the halls of the Pentagon 72 hours later. I'm fortunate to have become a Reiki master, usually Reiki, in 2015. And by leveraging the infinite source of the cosmic and our creator's power, I'm following my soul's purpose in this incarnation, which is to help uplift humanity's consciousness with song and story. Before we get started, I introduce you to my next guest, Due to the extreme censorship, as we've lost an Instagram, Spotify, and YouTube channel, primarily for a poem I, uplifted, I uploaded about saving the children, well, right now, you can follow us uncensored at Rumble. That's the Rumble channel, The Sovereign Soul. And subscribe to our Telegram, The Sovereign Soul Show, because I will notify everybody of upcoming shows and ones that we release. And you can go back to the archives of every uncensored show on the Rumble channel, including this one. Now, I'm about saving the kids, as is my next guest, and here we go, off to the races with this amazing soul. Well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome back to the show a veteran, patriot, serial entrepreneur, an incredible investigative journalist, and a 100% hero for humanity, Jack Maxey, he comes back on. This is the man who is shepherding the Hunter Biden laptop out there. He's taking it on the nose from a whole bunch of people. And now we all know, yes, everything that he's been sharing, he's been declaring 
just in the last few weeks is out there in the Twitterverse. Jack, welcome back to the show, my friend. It's an honor to have you back here. And uh, we have a heck of a lot of things to talk about today, don't we? We sure do. And thank you so much for having me on. And those kind words are, are nice. And, and really, I appreciate people like you who are in the fight and trying to expose these things because most people are too afraid to do it. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? I'm just absolutely like honored to be ha able to have a platform that's been growing. And Happy New Year's to everybody. This is the first show of the New Year's. I've been under the weather, had a little bit of a uh, attack over the last few days. So the first show of the new year. And we also have, man, we're going to play later a recording where Jack called General Flynn and General Flynn on this recording you're going to hear did nothing with the Hunter Biden laptop. And the presumption is he either just buried it or turned a blind eye to it. And I that brings up Martin Luther King. And Dr. King said, if you turn a blind eye to evil, you're just as guilty of perpetrating that evil. Um, so really something interesting. We're going to play a little bit later on in the show, folks, so stay tuned to that. Jack, uh, welcome back to the program, my friend. You've had a very, very busy last few months since we were on September 7th. Uh, tell us what you've been up to, and then we'll start jumping into Metabiota, the bio labs, Ukraine, Russia, the Chinese Communist Party, the ties with Hunter Biden, the connection, the fact that the FBI lies and the CIA assassinated Kennedy. I mean, holy smokes, big old can of worms here. We've been living and had your our wool pulled over the eyes. All of us conspiracy theorists, spoiler alert, folks. Um, man, where do you want to go from here? And how's your family doing? Happy New Year, by the way. Uh, my family's doing great. You know, they're they're tough people. They're patriotic people. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't have done this without the moral support and even physical support in some regards of my family. So uh, hats off to them. I mean, they made me who I am. So I, I guess we're we're a fire team in some respects. So uh, they've done a great thing. I've spent last year, I've probably only spent five or six weeks in the United States. Uh, largely because I, I just feel less meddled with when I'm outside of this country. Uh, I spent all of the spring, all the way almost till June in Switzerland. And then I came back and uh, I mean, I had a little family emergency. I had to deal with some health issues. And uh, then I went and I gave, this is very important to people understand. In July, when my programmer stated that kind of lost it and he posted things to 4chan and we can touch on that as well. Sure. Uh, but I made a plea. I said, look, some decent American sheriffs could turn this all around because all of Hunter's crimes, including what they Comer talked about, that guy Pruitt who runs Pruitt Advisors, a Wells Fargo uh, branded private advisory in Fayetteville, Arkansas, former Clinton appointee. I'm like the Fayetteville sheriff can go arrest that guy. You know, you don't have to wait for the FBI to nail someone for criminal activity. All these things are illegal under the state statutes as well. And so I did get contacted. I, I met with a group of constitutional sheriffs. We had several phone calls. And then I went and met with uh, one directly. And I uh, met with a large state bureau of investigation. And with their top forensic guys, with their child protective guys, and they have everything. And they've had it since 
July 11th of this year, I believe. And, uh, you know, for the people with a little bit of uh, knowledge, it's a sanctimonious state, shall we say. And uh, hopefully they're going to do something. But, you know, the most terrifying thing of all this, what did Donald Trump do about any of this? I got it from Donald Trump's attorney, right? Where has Donald Trump been on the laptop? You got it directly from is... Just for people who have joined the audience, we yeah. have, you know, 9,000 new people joined in the last month or so. Uh, and my YouTube and Instagram and Spotify has been deleted because I posted a poem for Save the Children. Two minutes, 50 seconds. At the same event, I met uh, Colonel Chuck Sellers, former deputy commander of Delta Force. Uh, special operations group. And um, and so to give everybody a little backstory, it's Rudy Giuliani, former mayor of New York, helped clean up New York, Trump's attorney, handed you the copy of the, one of the copies of the Biden, excuse me, the Biden laptop, right? The Hunter Biden laptop and moved from there. So that just brings everybody into the purview here because well, we have an international audience. We'll now. give everybody like a really brief description of what happened. So Rudy gets <clears throat> the laptop for his turn that's in the last week of August. He spends about a month verifying it. I don't understand why, because it took Sam Fattis and I about a nanosecond to verify it. Right. But Rudy gets it saying the first week of October. And <laughs> they go to you know, these, Rudy's a great guy. I'm a great patriotic American. I have full respect for him. But, you know, these guys are 75 years old. They're not like computer jockeys. And uh, so Steve says, look, we're not going to come to New York and look at it. It's two and a half weeks before an election. You want someone to look at it, send a copy down to D.C. and Maxie will start researching it. I found criminal activity in the first 30 minutes, particularly under the broker-dealer. Um, and... So I've been at it ever since. This was, I think, the 14th, 13th, 14th of October. And, uh, you know, it was instantly verifiable. There's no way you could recreate all the metadata. As Sam Faddis said to me when, when that letter came out on the 19th from Brennan, Clapper, Hayden, Panetta, and Politico declaring it a Russian fabrication, and we're looking at each other like, are you kidding me? And Sam even said, he goes, you know, if you divided, devoted all the resources of Langley for a decade, you wouldn't be able to recreate this. Because you have to remember, all of Hunter's emails exist on other people's computers and, and in servers around the world. Right. So even if you could get his computer straight, you wouldn't be able to get the recipient's computer straight. And so... We started covering it. Uh, we got taken down after that letter, uh, War Room Pandemic, where I was a co-host with Bannon. It got taken down. I kept pushing it myself on the show. And then Trump loses the election. And I have to tell you, they transferred to this recount, Dominion, semantic, all this nonsense. And I said at the time, the election interference isn't semantic. I mean, who do you think pumped the stupid story of Delta Force and Dusseldorf and you know SEAL Team 6 in Milan into the narrative? That came from U.S. intelligence, right? This is a, an attempt to lead you down the wrong path. And 
everybody took it hook, line, and sinker. And now you have even Tucker and everyone else is saying, well, the real inter- election interference was from Brennan Clapper, Hayden, Panetta, and the 47 other intel professionals. They've right. been interfering with our elections all along. They pick the winners and losers from the Amazon cloud to the president of the United States now. And turning candidates and, uh, Yeah, so nobody really had the stomach to keep following this. In fact, I had to quit Bannon because he refused. I think he was so afraid of the FBI and what might happen to him if he didn't get a pardon and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, this is not courageous behavior. This is self-protective behavior, right? And anybody who puts themselves before those they claim to lead is not a leader, right? I've been willing to sacrifice. And, you know, your audience should know this. You should know this because I'm so sick of these guys. Steve Bannon never paid me for 18 months of work. Kept promising to the very last day, and he never paid me. Never paid me. You were the, That's the kind of guy room, and you didn't get paid for 18 months. I didn't get a dime. And he was making like $250,000 like a week at one point. Wow. Never paid me. You know, if it goes to trial, I could bring up 20 other witnesses that he also never paid. This is a grifter, an utter and complete grifter. Right. You know, so. Who pulls his strings? I don't know. I'd certainly like to, the world to know who finances all stuff because they're not Americans. That I can assure you. And uh, these are bad people. These are bad grifting people. And uh, frankly, what Donald Trump and all these clowns raised, what, $2 billion for the recount that never occurred? Wouldn't that two that billion dollars have been better spent with cameras in the voting locations and with poll watchers and attorneys and all this stuff. No, they put their pockets ahead of the American people every single time. I mean, look at the Congress just gave himself a raise in the midst of, you know, a recession. So did, so did and, the Australian parliament, so did the UK parliament, so did Canada. It's really interesting how everybody seems to play the same tune, regardless of the country here. Amazing. Yeah. Well, and you know what? To go back to Bannon, I just, I, I love to give this clown some rabbit punches. What did he do with the laptop? Utter coward. You know, we wouldn't fight. You know, if, if I followed that guy into the jungle, the only one coming out is me. Wow. You know, I mean, Bombshells. these are bad people. And they have literally grifted the heartstrings of the American people who perceive these people as some people who have their six. Ask Brian Colfage if Steve Bannon had his six. He didn't. And Brian Colfage left three limbs on the battlefield of Iraq. And Donald Trump gave the pardon to the architect of the fraud. Well, right? so let's, let's just, I mean, for the look, audience, Brian Colfage is a uh, Iraq veteran and he has three daughters and he was helping build the border wall on his own and self-financed that through a, like a he, he's program. the one who created the the GoFundMe page for we build the wall right there and you. if you hear Brian tell it and he's a good guy you know he, he was sort of 
feeling a little angry on like Christmas evening. And he said, you know, we should build a wall. And he thought he'd raise five grand and send an angry letter and a check to the treasury. Right. Well, over a period of about three and a half, four weeks, he raises $26 million. And, uh, who shows up immediately to help him? Stephen K. Bannon, right? And here's what they were charged with, right? They, they were supposed to, uh, GoFundMe said, look, we can't cut a check for $26 million to you. You know, you've got to create an LLC. There's got to be a bigger explanation of where the money's going to go. And in Colfash's original statement, he said, I will take not a single dime, right? Yeah. He only thought he was going to get 10 grand. When he has 26 million, he's now going to devote his whole life to it. In fact, they asked me to rewrite the offering document. And I did. And I put in there, you know, Brian Colfax never imagined that this would get so big. He's going to devote the rest of his life to this. And he deserves fair compensation. You know what I'm told? By, them, lost three by others. Wow. I'm told, Maxie, you know, why do you have to be a Boy Scout? We already figured out a way to compensate Colfax. You know how that was? Steve gets a million dollar consulting uh, uh, marketing contract, right? And he hands 450 back to, to Colfash as a subcontractor. You think Brian Colfash architected that? Eh. Because if he architected, he would have given uh, 450 to Steve and taken a uh, you know, five five, right? I, I mean, you, just, you can't make this stuff up. It's just beyond anything that anyone can comprehend. These are bombshells. And there were four guys involved. There were four guys involved. A guy named Andy Badalato, who in theory was Steve's best friend. He left him to have to dry. Uh, Brian Colfash, guy with three baby daughters and one arm. And another guy from uh, Colorado who I, I fortunately never had to interact with. And, you know, Donald Trump gives him a pardon and he doesn't give Brian Colfash. I mean, the guy wants to be commander in chief and he abandoned the only guy who ever sacrificed, you know, his body to the country among the four. It's not worthy of leading a boy scout troop in, in my humble opinion. So that's, that's a little story. So and part and parcel of all this, I quit in uh late january just before the inaugural just actually it was three days before he was going to get his pardon because i knew if he got his pardon and i was on the air i was going to call him out on air and that just that wasn't going to be appropriate and then i look the only possession that i actually have right now is my honor and it's the most valuable possession i have mm -hmm. i'm not going to sully it ever and um so I, I quit and I began pushing it on March 3rd. I flew out to the Daily Mail. I got them a copy uh, and God bless them. Josh Boswell, the reporter at the Daily Mail, deserves a Pulitzer. They've been covering this since they finished their, you know, sort of uh, verification process in, in March and began publishing from April onward. I mean, most of the stories in the first six months were stuff that I had just fed them. And now, you know, they did the work, but I was like, here's the documents, here's this, there's that, because I'd already done eight months of research on this thing. I mean, for example, I'm the one who found the video where 
Hunter describes that another group stole his laptop, uh, three Russians and a girl named Anna. I can assure the American public they are not three Russians. And the girl may be Anna. And she was traveling on a Russian passport, but they were not Russians. And let's say even if they were Russians, Hunter himself describes Russians stealing his laptop, an iPad, and two cell phones. Why is that not front page story? It's a video recording of him saying this stuff. Just like we have audio recording of him describing his partner as the spy chief of China. Yeah. Right? This is so in your face. And there's a reason why you never see CIA agents ever get prosecuted for anything. Because nobody wants to put these people on the stand because they know too much. It's like the CIA agent in the Mexican embassy two years ago who was sexually abusing people. They never even prosecuted him. This is obscene. You know, you've got the FBI, right? What did they do for the little girl gymnastics team? They betrayed them for five years. Five years. No one lost their job. No one lost their pension. Nobody went to jail. They betrayed Hunter's niece because there's clear evidence that Hunter's uh, abusing his niece. Uh, and there's conversations between Joe and his and Hunter discussing these allegations. I, I just want point, Hunter breaks here to give back story to the audience, Jack, who are watching the broadcast or listening. Okay. So for five years, the United States girls gymnastics team had been reporting to police sexual abuse at the hands of coaches and the team doctor this is documented this is testimony it's already been done and what did the yeah. fbi do folks they buried it and this goes back right before the pandemic and remember the word pandemic is the derivative of two latin terms pan demos what is pan pan is baphomet moloch demos is demon so just like pharmakia is greek for sorcery pan demos is baphomet and a demon. So this is what the FBI did before the pandemic and COVID. And when Jack had opened the laptop and one of the interviews he has done in our previous interview, one of the very first few minutes he was into it, he had found images that Hunter with Hunter's 12 year old niece, which again is the daughter of his dead brother. He was taking photos of her and her 12 year old friends playing with each other in sexual ways and immediately Jack started going over to hand that over to police. So all of this is on here. So that just brings us up to speed, Jack, with the two points you've just touched on. Hey everybody, it's Brad here. Our show will continue in a moment real quick. If it resonates with you, drop a like, follow us and subscribe to the show. Hear from cutting edge guests who are experts in their field, have a lot of laughs and discover some powerful tips on how you can thrive through 2025 in this amazing golden era of humanity. So give us a like, drop a comment, follow us right now as we fight back on the war being waged on humanity right now. And by the way, if you feel so inclined, please do share this with nine friends, family, and colleagues as well. I'm deeply honored you're listening to this. Thank you for doing so right now. For those many of you who have taken that step. And here we go, back to our show. Visible and 120,000 in, in archives, and it was difficult to search the archives without, you know, knowing a name or something like that. I mean, that's yep. how I found the Louis Free stuff. But, yep. but when we went to Switzerland and we found 80 
thousand erased images. And my programmer's like, you got to look at these. He starts opening them up. And the first like two dozen are his niece, niece and her, what appear to be her friends at her little day school in, in Wilmington, doing highly sexualized things to each other through their clothing and taking pictures of it and obviously sending them to Uncle Hunter. Uh, there's conversations in which Hunter recounts the allegations against him to both his attorney and his therapist, a guy named Keith Abloh, who used to be therapist the star, but within six weeks of Hunter losing the laptop, he has his uh, medical license removed because they find two women who say he, that he abused them six years prior. Fastest removal of a medical license in Massachusetts history. Wow. Um, he recounts to him and his lawyer, a guy named George Mesres, that he's a, uh, his sister-in-law is saying that he masturbated in front of the girl, smoked crack in front of the girl, watched pornography with her, and sexted her naked on the phone. So he recounts these allegations to multiple people in writing. Hunter is generating the verbiage. And he's talking to his dad in text format about how, dad, this is going to ruin my life. You know what this will do to my reputation? You know, that's all he cares about. Yeah. And ironically, one of the last communications with his father, he says, his father says, hey, Hunter, you know, you can't keep putting this stuff in text. My people tell me my phone looks like it's been hacked. Right? Well, Hunter hacked his dad's phone. Because on the recovered side, we found five mirror images of family phones. And I haven't gone through them because once we saw the child pornography, I didn't want to go through the recovered stuff, right? Because right. then I would be obligated to go to the nearest police department and I wanted to finish the job. And what Hunter would do, what we perceived that Hunter would do, he would, he was always losing cell phones and computers. This, this was not the first computer or device that he lost. He was like, you know, a kid with a trust fund and an iPhone 14, you know, he didn't care about him. It was, it's not like the rest of us were like, wow, that's like a week's salary to get a new one. You know, he, uh, he apparently would borrow family phones because they were on a big family phone plan, you know, six phones for AT&T or whatever, Verizon. And all of which Hunter would pay for, by the way, I think Hunter was paying for daddy's cell phone as well. Yeah, And he'd say, hey, can I borrow your phone for a second? And they'd open it up. And then what Hunter would do is he would open up the phone and turn it into an app developer phone. So it would remove all of the security features of that phone. And so Hunter would have remote access to see what his family was saying about him because he was afraid, I think, particularly after the Maureen Dowd article in February of 2020 that uh, they were going to betray him. He accused the, his dad's staff of betraying him. That's a really interesting article. I, I recommend everybody go read the article that Maureen Dowd wrote. And Hunter immediately calls his family. You know, I can't believe he did this to me. I can't believe he did this to me. And he calls his sister-in-law or texts her and says, did you read it? She goes, no, Hunter, I'm getting the kids ready for church. you got to read it. Read it. So she reads it and she says, well, Hunter, I don't know what to say. You know, your business practices are a mystery to me, right? Yeah. 
And Hunter's response is, so you're like those people who think I killed those little girls in Beijing and I was there when they set the children on fire in Donetsk, right? She's like, Hunter, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, yeah, you're just like those people who are accusing me of that. I never heard that. I'd never heard that in my life. But he puts it in writing, right? I mean, these are a depraved family, utterly depraved family. I mean, you remember, look at the Ashley Biden diary. And I will tell Sorry, you. Your dad, inappropriate shower. She's right out yeah. there. Patrick Cowley is, uh, you know, he's an interesting guy. And, uh, you know, a dogged investigative reporter. I will give him that. Well, he gets the diary in September of 2020 and asked me to read it. I said, you know, man, I'm not going to go through some girl's diary, right? It's not... I didn't feel that it was appropriate and I didn't know anything about the laptop at the time. So last June, a year ago, I get a phone call from one of the guys at, uh, uh, what's the name of it? It's not WikiLeaks. The guys who had it, um, Veritas, Veritas. Yes. Project Veritas. And my friend says, Calls me up late at night. He says, hey, man, can you ever read Ashley Biden's diary? I said, no. He said, you have a copy of it? I said, yeah, I think I have a copy of it somewhere on my computer. I said, he said, could you read it? I said, sure. And he goes, uh, I said, why? What's the interest? He said, well, hush, hush, but we've had a copy of it now for like two weeks, the original copy, and we were going to publish it tomorrow. And we get a phone call from John Solomon you know, John Solomon, that great leader of the right wing. And John Solomon calls him up and they're like, we don't even know how he has our phone number. We don't even know how he knows that we have this because we haven't discussed it. You know, there's only three or four people in Project Veritas that even know this exists. And Solomon calls him up and says, my guys in the FBI tell me that while large portions of the uh, diary are real, some of the pages are fabrications and you guys are going to get in big trouble if you publish it. So they, you know, they get decided to step back and reassess. Nine days later, you know, Project Veritas gets raided by the FBI. Right. Yeah. Well, now I'll tell you another story. I've never had it. I, I used to kind of respect John Solomon and I, I got Steve to put him on the show a couple of times because I liked him. I, I, at the time, I thought I liked it. And the first person to call me up after I left Bannon and was like, screw you, you know, if you're not going to cover this, I'm going to go cover it. Someone's got to save this country. John Solomon. Hey, Jack, it's John Solomon. You know, I'm like, I don't even know how this guy got my number. He's like, just want you to know, my guys in the FBI tell me that, you know, you're going down the wrong path. This has nothing to do with China. It's all about Ukraine, right? Okay. Right. Now, is Solomon just a guy who's being used by his sources? Probably. He's probably not a bad guy. But this just shows you how deeply embedded the surveillance system, the corruption is. I mean, another example of, of being surveilled, and likely I'm guessing I'm on a FISA watch list somewhere, right? I mean, just because of the people I had contact with. And even if I'm not the specific target, I bet I'm a target now, but uh, 
I'm calling everybody I know to try and get a copy to the director of national intelligence between the election and uh, the inauguration. And out of the blue, Garrett Ziegler shows up to offer to hand carry it to the director of national intelligence. Now, I don't know Garrett Ziegler. I only know him as like, oh, yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Navarro asked me to call you up. You know, like, he's, well, I don't know where he is now. He's probably playing G.I. Joe in his backyard, secret agent or something. And he says he's going to give it to the director of national intelligence. And I have witnesses to this. I told everybody in my inner circle that this kid had come and gotten it to give to the director of national intelligence. He never did. Imagine how different things might have been if inside the executive branch, you know, the National Security Council could have been investigating this laptop between December 6th when I gave it to Garrett Ziegler and the inauguration. This could have been a whole different world for all of us. And uh, he kept it. Uh, lied to me. Um, he even, I finally found out that he had it because somebody calls me up. I don't follow Telegram and all this stuff. I really kind of live in my own world. And and uh, I said, oh, Garrett Ziegler's posting pictures from the laptop, says he has the laptop. I call him up. I said, Garrett, what are you doing? I said, I didn't give you the laptop so you could play around. You didn't give it to DNI? Oh, 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 oh. I didn't understand what you wanted. And like what I wanted, you came to me, yeah. right? So how would Garrett Ziegler know that I'm trying to get this thing to DNI? My guess is that Garrett Ziegler is working for the feds. There are many people who now in retrospect believe he was a leaker inside the White House. Remember Garrett Ziegler lost his credentials for bringing in General Flynn and Sidney Powell and, and overskis.com Patrick Byrne to the White House for that meeting that turned into a total disaster, right? And then you look at all these guys, right? Nothing's happened to Flynn, nothing's happened to Byrne, Sidney Powell with all the cracking nonsense, nothing happened to her, but Rudy lost everything, right? All you have to do sometimes is look at what happens to people who do bad acts, and then they seem to get a hall pass. Now, Garrett Ziegler, about two weeks later, starts posting a bunch of other stuff. I said, Garrett, did you make a copy? He goes, no, I, I got a copy from Mac Isaacs. You know, I'm working with those guys now. I said, really? Oh, God, you know, they, they're making a huge error, by the way. And I recently was sent, I guess it was over the summer, a cease and desist letter was sent to Garrett Ziegler from Mac Isaac's attorney saying like, what are you doing making money out of this? This is not, you know, we never wanted this to be a political show, you know? If, and look at me, I go after everybody, right? Jack, tell everybody and, first who Garrett Ziegler works for, if he's going to take this to the director of national intelligence, because on this laptop, you have implications of fraud and mass corruption and also spying from Hunter yeah. Biden with the Communist Party of China with political ties to Ukraine, with Burisma oil in Ukraine, with Metabiota, which is a biotechnology company, a pri private sector and public centered entities. And he also has direct access to DOD servers. So just to, to bring it down, who is this guy, Garrett Ziegler for everybody? That you're referring to. Garrett Ziegler is a, uh, I, I, I don't know if he's 26 years old yet. His family are, you know, big donors to the Republican Party. So Garrett got to put on his little 
blue J.C. Penny suit and his red tie and go in there and play, uh, you know, assistant to somebody. And he ends up being assistant to Peter Navarro. Uh, look, I mean, if we ever get to put these people on the stand, it, it all ends very quickly. I just don't see the courage there for the Congress to to do these things. And. You know, I knew Peter because Peter was the first person I went to on, I think it was the 26th of January, myself, a fellow named Dr. Stephen Hatfield, uh, truly one of the greatest guys I, I've ever known. Uh, and we became friendly as the pandemic started because he was our first guest. He was a former uh, chief doctor at Fort Detrick, the Army uh, laboratory. You Samrin. And a very good guy and a guy who has suffered himself from the FBI because they accused him of being the anthrax bomber. And after six years, oh, sorry, we made a mistake. And you and me and the American taxpayer had to pay him off, just like we had to pay off the, the kid that they, you know, made Louis Free and his cadre made a mistake in, in the Olympics down in Atlanta. So very good man. And I go to him and I say, you know, Doc, I, I've made this binder because I didn't know what to do between January 26th and uh, by the time we started doing the show, I wanted to make sure I knew everything I could know about SARS-1 because obviously SARS-2 is going to be a similar disease. And I had a binder, you know, four-inch binders that I made up showing all the major important scientific papers on SARS-1 and then open source of evidence showing that the national pandemic supply, which the uh, Obama Biden administration just allowed to collapse. We were supposed to have four and a half billion and 95 masks in storage. Mm -hmm. turns out we had 27 million. Wow. They had distributed $15 billion to places like Chicago and New York city and Los Angeles and all these places, and that money did not go to buy PPEs. That money went somewhere else in their systems. Yeah. Uh, the, the largest failures were always in Democrat cities, Democrat states. You know, you, you go to like, Christy Nome's like, well, we got all the masks. You know, we got the, you know, warehouse with all the stuff in it, right? But the Democrat states took the money and spent it on other stuff. Um, we were so upside down when this whole thing started. And in, the, in those papers were the paper on hydroxychloroquine from 2003, four, I guess, and the paper on ivermectin, both Is which are now considered Is that the, the most paper? important. Uh, no, these were scientific papers. I think the ivermectin paper was published in Australia. And I want to say that the hydroxychloroquine one was uh, there were a few more on that one. There was one in China, and I think even Canada did one on it. To be honest, you want to just I, I, I could be wrong. This is this is me trying to remember the the source of these, but right. I wanted to just educate myself as well as I could, and I handed all this stuff to the White House on 26th, 27th of January. I mean, to show you how messed up it is, right? Our own intel services claimed they did not inform the White House or the National Security Council about this outbreak until the 6th of January. How did I know it two, two days, uh, you know, 10 days before or 11 days before? No one's, 
I don't have a trillion dollar black budget, right? You know, it's, you begin to wonder, we're not even getting good value out of these organizations, right? Where whether they're corrupt or not, they're dysfunctional on, on a basic level in terms of their ability to gather intelligence. I mean, we have very little human intelligence inside China. Why? Because the ones that we did have, we gave them all the same communications devices. And once they caught one, they caught them all. Well done, guys. They did similar things, uh, you know, passing out devices in Iraq, you know. And this is laziness. This is poor, poor spycraft. This is uh, agencies that rely on electronic communications, right? Yeah. They probably know everything I do. And yet... They, they don't have the ability to actually understand what's going on on the ground in a variety of places around the world. And we can see this because we look at the outcomes. Uh, so I was in this early on, and so I'm just trying to explain the relationship with Navarro. Hatfield ends up going to be an unpaid uh, volunteer on the on the committee inside the White House that's going to try and determine how we approach this. And Navarro is running that committee and Garrett Ziegler is a, uh, I mean, he's literally like the, uh, like the guy, Garrett, go make me a photocopy. Right. And that's the only way I knew him. He was an errand boy. And yet somehow he's tied up with Flynn and burn and, you know, don't ever forget you have Byrne on camera saying that the solution that he has come up with is a coalition government with General Flynn in partnership with Joe Biden. And now you got General Flynn running around like he's Mr. MAGA. Cut me a break, right? Just, just stop, General Flynn. Right? And he's not. He's a... Uh, these guys are all in it to protect themselves and their reputations. I mean, remember, General Flynn was director of, uh, of, he was the head of the Defense Intelligence Agency at the time that they set up all those secret bio labs under the false cover of the Department of Agriculture, but funded by the Department of Defense and the, the CIA. The biolab in Ukraine and the Wuhan, or just the Ukraine? Yeah, yeah, metabiotas in both those and all those labs. And that was all done while General Flynn was still head of DIA. What did General Flynn know and what did he know it? I'm sick of these people. And and there, there are multiple other examples like this. You you know, and I hope if I wonder, you know, you just you just gotta get a switch out, put me back on the on the cart path, but Ladies and gentlemen, our show will continue after these brief and important messages. Everybody, you've seen before, and I've got to tell you, I am a case study for the Root Brands. This product is amazing. In addition to that, it is the Trinity Pack Plus, which I recommend. Now, involved in it, you get the Zero In, which is amazing. The world's first quantum nootropic. So basically it allows your pineal gland to tap into the God consciousness. How amazing is that? We have reports from athletes and Olympians that their performance has increased by 40 to 50% in approximately 30 days. So just imagine if you have a child who is looking to excel 
in athletics at school and then they start taking this again this is all natural by the way it's also bscg approved which is the approval in the united states for all professional sports which means there are no drugs which means that if you're in professional sports in the united states you can take this with the approval it's already stamped right here on the package and you can allow yourself to have greater creativity greater focus i have absolutely seen incredible aspects of my response time my reaction time my focus my clarity literally soar to levels i've never had it before remember i was a first responder being a wildfire fighter working for the province of ontario i was serving my country as a canadian infantry soldier honorably discharged and moved on and i have been in the corporate rat race and also in my own companies as an entrepreneur so thus far anything that i've tried in my lifetime this is the one it's incredible you take one to two tabs very simply a day now here's another amazing thing back when i was run over on my motorcycle in 2015 it took me almost 17 months to walk normally again one of the things i learned about was chelation in the body what does that do chelation is a natural molecule that allows you to bond to heavy metals in your body now as a younger teen i was smoking so i have a lot of heavy metal toxicity my mother was a smoker had mercury as well fillings so there's heavy metals in the bloodstream anyway the only way the body can get those out is through a process called chelation which is introducing a natural natural molecule the great thing about the trinity pack is you have it right here there's something called clean slate talk about wipe the slate clean right perfect name so you can order this independently at therootbrands.com forward slash soul use the code soul at checkout I just put this on subscribe and save because in your next month's order, you save up to $15. This ships to over 60, six zero countries. Again, American made, absolutely incredible. And then also you have the restore packs, which we've seen help people restore leaky gut. We've had people who have reported, and I can't say this heals and I can't say it's a cure. All right. So understand this, but we've had people report that they have restored their gut health, that they no longer have the issues and the symptoms with things like Crohn's disease or leaky gut, right, and stress. We also understand scientifically that 95% of our neurons are in our gut. So when you get the Trinity pack, that also comes with these little gel packs, all natural, tastes good, kind of got a sweet orange flavor in them. And that has roughly the equivalent of a day's entire nutrition in these little packs and supplements. So easy for carrying around on the go, putting into your kids' meals when they go to school. Also, remember we, we talk back about clean slate, wiping the slate clean. This is a slow extraction of those heavy metals bonding into your out of your body and it is evacuated through the bladder generally naturally and so we've seen people in certain clinical research have shown that markers have gone back down in 30 days to a little bit more than that almost two months to nearly zero so we understand that we've had heavy metals in water that's happened all our lifetime we have it in the air stuff's put into the air even just the chemical smoke right from traffic and fog so you definitely want to take care of your body because when you wipe the slate clean and then you're zeroing in to the god consciousness in the mind literally what a great name that they put together on this product you are absolutely able to tap in and have the highest my personal belief the highest increase of consciousness creativity focus and love and life 
that you've ever experienced. This is my experience. This is what many people have been reporting. So go to therootbrands.com forward slash soul. Use soul at checkout. Try the Trinity pack. Absolutely. Put it on subscribe and save. If you're just interested to attempt zero in, especially for little ones, for athletics or yourself, you notice that you're not as focused or yet creative at the office, the environment, or just being around your family and tapped in, give it a shot. Go for it. The zero in or the full Trinity pack. You get that. I mean, my goodness, it's just uh, for the price of a Starbucks latte each day, you are literally having the highest chance at creating whole health and unleashing your God-given DNA, which helps us become superhuman and tap into those potentials. Now, thank you very much for listening. On we go. And now, back to our show. Another person that is completely untrustworthy is uh, Mike Pompeo. And this pains me to say this because I used to admire these guys. Uh, Mike Pompeo was a director of CIA for what, the first two and two thirds year of the administration. And then when uh, Tillis leaves the State Department, uh, Pompeo goes over to state because remember, he's going to clean up the corruption in the State Department, just like he was going to clean up the corruption at CIA. He does nothing in either place. And yet Pompeo replaces himself at CIA with a woman named Gina Haspel. Gina Haspel is was in 2016 the chief of station in London, which is probably the number two job at the CIA or top four jobs at the CIA because there's so much close uh, cooperation between British intelligence and the U.S. And yes, British intelligence was monitoring Hunter and deeply involved and knew everything he was doing too. And uh, she was there when they ran the Steele dossier scam, when they ran the Cambridge professor, the mysterious Turk, Misfood, the, uh, all this nonsense. That was her op. And she testified before the House and Senate saying that, oh, I, I thought this was an FBI thing. I had nothing to do with it, you know. Well, that's nonsense because Misfood has been a CIA asset for probably 25, 26 years. Hmm. And he's Turkish, and let's not forget, she used to be chief of station in Ankara, too. Hmm. These people will look at you in the face and lie. And it shouldn't be too complicated because that's their job, right? You know, they, they work in the shadows. So it's not a big leap to go lie to the U.S. Senate. I'm lying to everybody else. Mm. And they get away with it. And it's to protect their agency. They, they don't care about the United States anymore. They don't care about the Constitution. They care about protecting their own reputations, making sure they've got a soft landing when they get out, and that nobody sullies the reputation of their agency because then they're all exposed. Yeah. And... You know, I, I don't say this with a lot of comfort because growing up, one of my favorite uncles was uh, a deputy director uh, of, the C of the FBI. My grandmother was one of the first hires at OSS, spent her career uh, working for U.S. intelligence. Um, I come from a, a family that's been involved in this stuff since the beginning, and so it doesn't make me happy to say that these agencies and uh need to be utterly turned upside down and that they're corrupt and that they're dangerous and that they are enemies of the constitution and uh 
the people of the world. Yes. Look at the chaos that they've created. We've got 150,000 Ukrainian dead because we told them we'd save them. And that's not going to happen. Well, you know? I'm going to interject with some points in the background because you and I are in alignment uh, for certain with this. You know, my, um, my grandparents, both my mother and father are firstborn Canadians, mother of French Canadian, father Polish Ukrainian. And my father's parents, his father is from Poland, his mother is from Ukraine. They, their villages fleed during occupied Europe, the Blitzkrieg, and they rush over to a boat in UK and they get on the boat and land in Halifax, Nova Scotia. They don't speak a lick of English. And just imagine what it took for our ancestors, you know, around the world, folks, for our ancestors to, you know, see the rape and the genocide that's happening, leave their lands, their countries, their cultures, their language, what they know, and travel by weeks at an ocean, potentially being torpedoed by the Nazi submarines at the same point in time, land, get onto a train because they say we're farmers and the Canadian government hands them a chip and says, you're a farmer, here's a couple hundred hectares in Saskatchewan, Canada. And off they go and they show up and they are thousands and thousands of miles, an entire world away in a different culture away. And they're like, great, we've got, now we need to, pull down the trees in the land and uh and do the land and my mother's parents from france did the same thing as the workup was going to the nazi party to start unleashing themselves in the late 30s they left france came to canada and my mother's father and his two brothers joined up as well as a few of their cousins and one of my great uncles landed at the age of 17 as a tank commander at normandy my grandfather my mother's father uh, flew B-17 Lancasters for five years of the air war. And so here we are in our own right, Jack and myself and other people we're aligned with. We're fighting the same evil. And that evil hasn't went away. What's actually done is it's festered like a tumor, a cancer through governments worldwide, through private and public sector institutions worldwide. And enough's enough because this is a war against the people and of the world. What Jack's point, pointing out here, folks. So, you know, we need everybody who's watching this, not only just to take time to percolate the information you're hearing and share it, but you absolutely need to stand up and rise up. And I'm in the, the, the beginnings of kind of putting together a little bit of maybe a paper or a manifesto, if you will, of what people can do. I know it's great with Lewis Herms. He's saying with Truth Tour and Freedom in Action, they're about to step off and do something here. We'll support that. Michael Jaco is saying that he's going to do some stuff. The whole point, people, is you need to stand up and say no, and you actually have to call out the people, the constitutional sheriffs, the police, and, and let them know that you're no longer going to take it, and they need to uphold their oaths, just like the military uphold their oaths. I believe we should all do bank runs and take the cash out of the banks as much as possible, because but we still need a little bit of digital until the system collapses as well but that's just my personal opinion and uh, do so in a concentrated global effort for humanity but that kind of went waxed on there for a little bit jack pardon me for that no no brother you you brought up something that's that's very important to me you know you think of your grandfather flying those lancaster bombers uh, in night five fucking years the before. british flew only at night yeah right the the 
likelihood that he would live those five years is nil, right? I'm not going to betray guys like that. Yeah. You know, you, you think I'm going to, you know, go to Arlington and betray all those people? Never. And right. you brought up something that was au courant for the last 24 hours. You said that your father was from Eastern uh, uh, Poland, you know, uh, Ukrainian Poland border my, area. My father was born in Canada. And just yesterday, mm-hmm. right, but, the, but just yesterday, the Ukrainian government celebrated the 112th birthday of Yosef Bandera, the Nazi leader of the Ukrainian uh, Nazis. And let's be very clear. These people murdered 100,000 Poles in Western Ukraine between 1943 and 1945 in fashions that were more cruel than anything devised at Auschwitz. Some of them they killed by doing things like putting their heads in a vice and just popping their heads. Yeah. Hundreds, you know, tens of thousands were killed with pitchforks. Women, children, the whole nine yards. They destroyed, I think they said something like 1,800 Polish villages, burnt mm-hmm. to the ground. The, and the Ukrainian government that is not Nazi celebrated his birthday yesterday. You mm-hmm. had the Polish foreign minister. You're not going to read it in the U.S. press. It's being covered in the Arab press. It's being covered in Israel, covered it. I think the Jerusalem Post covered it, and Russia today has covered it. They celebrated this murderous butcher, this Nazi genocidal maniac, and they even they even repeated his slogan, which was "Victory only comes when the complete destruction of Russia has been achieved." And what are they talking about? These people are the racists. You know, nobody ever talks about the fact that when the Russians arrived in their territory, they showed the food, clothing, everything, right? You see the Ukrainians doing that? They can't even feed and clothe their own people. This is such nonsense. This, uh, I mean, Anthony Blinken and Joe Biden are enemies of mankind. And... The Ukrainian parliament celebrated Yosef Bandera's 112th birthday yesterday, or I think it was the first. Uh, No, it was Monday. It was yesterday, I guess. Mm -hmm. And this guy was the Nazi leader of the Ukrainian Nazi uh, partisans. And they killed well over 100,000 Poles living in Ukrainian territory or disputed territory in Western Poland and Eastern or Western Ukraine and Eastern Poland, as we see them today, that is not the way they were back then. The line shifted every few months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they celebrate this guy's life, and then we have our own media say, "Oh, the, there's no uh, Nazi connection here. There, there's no Nazi uh, sympathy in Ukraine. This is utterly not true." Ask the Ukrainian uh, Jews. You know, who came to get them? Ukraine, you know, the Rus- the, the, the Germans didn't have to do much in Ukraine. You know, the locals brought people to the station, mm-hmm. right? Or killed them themselves once they realized it was free game. That was part of the Blitzkrieg, the uprising, 
there was already those Khazar Nazis that were there who just all of a sudden started slapping on the armband. It's, it's a bit more nuanced. I mean, you have to remember you had the Hodimar and you had the Russian uh, starvation of almost 6 million Ukrainians and, and Poles and Belarusians in the collectivization of the late 20s, early 30s, where they went and rounded up all the food and literally forced people to starve living next to a field full of grain. Yeah, yeah I, I understand. And I understand why many of the Ukrainians were sympathetic when the Germans arrived. Yeah. But it's a hard, uh, you know, it's a hard bargain to push why they're still sympathetic to the Russian, to the Nazis, right? Do you know what I mean? Like, we've been told for two years, oh, there's no Nazis. And yet the parliament of Ukraine put out a statement on Twitter yesterday celebrating this guy's birthday, which they pulled down because of protests from Poland, Israel, and Russia. But you didn't see that on CNN. Mm -hmm. You didn't see uh, Anthony Blinken say, hey, guys, you know, slow down on the Nazi stuff. Yeah. But it's all there. I mean, actually show you how how dangerous it is. The Polish foreign minister made a speech about this yesterday. And it was on the equivalent of Polish C-SPAN. And YouTube pulled all the stuff down. You can't find the video of his speech. At least you couldn't find it last night at midnight when I was looking for it. And yeah, no surprise. And the, the Nazi banner for the SS battalion has always been there on the Ukraine flag. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was a Ukrainian uh, SS division. Mm -hmm. um, and and look, I understand that period of time was very difficult. If people want to understand more of it, uh, there's a, a fantastic book called Bloodlands, uh, which describes uh, what it was like to be in Belarusia, Ukraine, Poland between the first world war and the end of the second world war and all the things that happened in between. And so, you, you know, you, you can understand the, the, the visceral anger and stuff like this, but you know, in today's world, right. Where all those people have been long dead and you're still running around, uh, you know, with Nazi tattoos and all this nonsense, it's just, it's yeah. very, very disturbing to me in many ways. And uh, again, it's one of those things that our government just does not tell us about. This happened yesterday. It should have been on the global network news. It's covered in Asia. It's covered in, uh, you know, India, Middle East. It should have been on Twitter. Right should have been on Twitter. You know, should if Netflix well, been posted on Twitter... I mean, I haven't searched for it. I'll take a note to search for it. But, you know, well, you know here, here's yeah. something that's such a joke. I, I got banned from Twitter. The first thing that they told me was that I violated the rules. And I said, what rules did I violate? And I said, because uh, I, I reapply like every month or so when I'm feeling angry. <laughs> and it's now it's up to like the third different iteration of what I did wrong. They, they no explanation. But here's the kicker. Four hours before they banned me for life, they sent me a suicide note. They said, we heard you're thinking about committing suicide. But we care for you. Four hours later, they banned me for life. Okay, I'm, a, I'm an American veteran, right? I'm not saying I suffered at all, right? Mm -hmm. But 
this is a good argument to be said, you know, veterans commit suicide at the highest level of any other group beyond like trannies, I guess. And here they are sending me a letter saying that they, they heard I was going to commit suicide. I'll send that to you too. It's obscene. And this is all at the time when, when Baker was the FBI lawyer was working for Twitter. I mean, to be honest with you, I feel like I have a serious tort against these guys. Absolutely. It's, I don't know anybody who got a suicide warning letter. We heard you're thinking about committing suicide. Well, I mean, you know what? They probably worked for Veterans Affairs of Canada right now, or they're just, you know, any better. Well, you know, the thing is, I think they're all, they all do these little threats, right? Like when I'm getting followed around Christmas a year ago in New York City by, you know, these Midwestern female FBI agent, you know, who's trying to look like she works on Wall Street, but, you know, the suit won't cut it, honey. And, you know, the FBI agents who were in my hotel in Zurich, you know, I had Chinese intel following me. I've been contacted by two other national uh, 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 intel agencies. So if the U.S., you know, says, oh, this is a nothing burger. Well, it's not a nothing burger to the Chinese. And it's not a nothing burger to two other incredibly powerful countries who are not members of NATO and who are friendly countries. They know. Everybody knows that this is a scam. I mean... Uh, look at what happened to Bolsonaro. You don't think that was by design? Of course it was. Bolsonaro had to lose, right? Because China is digging their claws into Brazil. And what our American leadership is too stupid to understand, if China gets Brazil and they get Argentina and they get the, the exports from those, the excess grain exports from those two countries, then America doesn't matter to them anymore. We have no leverage. The American farmer has Zippo leverage. And you know, that could have been a great economic ally for North America is Central and South America for North American economies to have a wonderful collaboration for all of us to have such prosperity, 100%. such an incredible, you know, the cultures. I spent time in Peru. I've spent a lot of time in Costa Rica and Mexico. All, for for years and years and years of my life in, in traveling and visiting right you, know, you have some of the most joyous people materially not a lot yes. from a from a western society but they don't look at it that way they have joy love family community heritage tradition Faith. handed down from tens of thousands of years outside of the conquistadors right if they went roman catholic yeah. You know, okay, but at least they're still loving that way. Um, they haven't went yeah. to so you know, just incredible. And there are so much rich, beautiful, natural resources. And I'm including like the Amazonian tribes and what we could have had if we had actually sat there and went, you know what, from a benevolent standpoint, instead of having Lester B. Pearson, who when I was brought up, lauded, wow, Lester B. Pearson created the United Nations. And wow, I didn't make it into Royal Military College because I failed the 2020 to fly F-18s, but I had everything else for it. I guess I'll just kind of, you know, start with the reserve army. And if I like that, I'll go right force. And uh, wow, Lester B. Pearson started the United Nations. That's great. Turns out it's a total demonic, satanic organization anyway, right? 
But if it was benevolence, we humans had really sat there and went, how do we help each other prosper? And we can also hold a very unique cultural identity. And we have this unique cross exchange and pollination of um, and spiritual beliefs, right? With complete benevolence. What an amazing earth. But I think, believe we will get there. Think about this. Think about this. We've spent $8 trillion on the sand people since 1991, right? Since the first Gulf War. So that's Supported roughly a little less than, this yeah. is this is a little less than a third of our national debt was literally poured into the sands of Arabia. Mm -hmm. We got absolutely nothing from it. Absolutely nothing. They, they don't care about cooperating with us. The Chinese are the ones buying their oil now anyway. We're just there to provide security for the transport by, uh, you know, keeping the Gulf of Oman uh, secure, etc. But I see the world going forward because of the asymmetric nature of warfare now and the ability to target ships from 5,000 miles away with a, with a rocket and take them out. I think that we run the risk in coming decades of the collapse of uh, seaborne trade. And so I think you're going to start to see more and more geographically regional trading operations. Mm -hmm. And imagine if we'd spent just 500 billion on Latin America from 1990 to the present day, right? Right. Amazing. So, we would have changed everything. The United States has never spent more than five and a half billion dollars on Latin America between the Rio Grande and Tierra del Fuego in any given year ever. And usually that's like, well, we've got some uh, used helicopters that Sikorsky's going to rehab for $450 million. So we'll take that from the money we we're going to give you and then we'll send you the helicopters. Yeah. So it's just like Ukraine. This is something that everybody has to understand. We think, well, golly, we've got to send them money so they can buy like food and diapers and ammunition stuff. Nah, we say we're going to give them $100 billion and then we give $10 billion to Raytheon and we give, you know, $25 billion to McDonnell Douglas and, you know, British Aerospace gets their cut. The money doesn't get to, this is you and I ramping up our military industrial complex with our tax dollars so that Ukrainian kids can go get killed with our munitions yeah. and the fat cats at all these companies can get rich. Gina Haspel, you know where she works now? She's a board of directors at BAA, uh, British Airspace, right? So now she can promote global war and profit directly. Mm -hmm. Half the senior, uh, senior uh, military guys at the Pentagon retire and go take jobs with these people. Like yeah. you look at Petraeus, right? What does he got? He's got a, works for a uh, think tank, right? You know, Petraeus, right? This guy was like sharing love notes with his, uh, you know, biographer from the command center in Afghanistan and thinks he's been crafty by doing it in, you know, in Google notes or some nonsense. These, these are substandard individuals and yet they're leading the whole program. Yeah. And Petraeus survives because he just simply parrots whatever the neocons tell him to. And that means he gets to go to the, the Hampton cocktail parties and walk around and, you know, pretend like he's some hero.
but he never fired a shot in anger. Neither did Miley. Right. But these let's guys are to the top the, of the heap. Let, let's go over to the call that you say your programmer had recorded when you phoned General Flynn at the time he was the head of defense intelligence agency. And no, 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 he, he's retired. You know, F Flynn was retired, but this was this what he... happened. We're going through the laptop We're this. We're in Switzerland. We're going through the laptop. We're in a little uh, village out in the middle of nowhere. And my guy says, I think I found root certificates that seem to provide administrative function inside the DOD email system. This is an email system that the Department of Justice can't look at, the FBI can't look at. It's completely standalone. But if you talk to people who worked at CIA and other places, it's it's a notoriously broken system. It's a, it's a huge uh, an open barn door for U.S. intelligence and it has been for a long time because they're just too incompetent to straighten it out. And uh, this is, was also true at FBI. Uh, for a long, long time. And so first thing we do is I immediately, I'm like, I've got to call the U.S. Embassy. I call the U.S. Embassy in consultation with some retired intel guys in the U.S. Like, how should I do this? Because if I call up and want to see, talk to the FBI agent, he's just going to take it. If I call up and want to talk to the CIA op operative in there, he's going to take it. So we come up with a plan to call the uh, regional security director who is a State Department employee who will likely send down a lackey. And that kid will start freaking out. He'll call down two more people. And then ultimately, they'll call down the CIA and the FBI guy. But now five people know about it, right? This was our, our thinking. And they never called me back. I told them my name. I gave them my social security number, my passport number, everything. Told them, you know, I, I'm here. I'm ready to come at a moment's notice. American citizens I have something revealing yeah. a serious breach in national security and Blinken's embassy never called me back. And Blinken works for Joe Biden. Yeah. Uh, so next person I get on the line is General Flynn. Somebody gives me his number. I call him up and I hope you'll play the tape. I will right after nothing. And, uh, you know, the third person I finally got a hold of was a two star at the Pentagon who had just recently left the Pentagon, but he had a lot of contacts in there and he shut it down. Uh, but not before telling me I had to get my family safe because you're dealing with the most dangerous people on planet Earth and they will stop nothing to destroy you. Uh, you know, I'm assuming it was true because the next day I got a call saying, thank you so much. You're, you're a great American patriot. And yet nothing, right? Remember, even the Washington Post has had this laptop since June 16th of 2021 when I sat in their boardroom in Kay Graham's chair with Peter Walston, one of the national editors, and Tom Hamburger, the you know, chief investigative reporter. I sent them two more copies over that summer because they destroyed the first one somehow. I don't know how, because I've been carrying a copy in my pocket for two years and it hadn't gotten destroyed. And finally, I came back with another copy in October of 2021 uh, and plugged it into the computer and opened it up for Matt Visor. Matt Visor is the Washington Post White House reporter. 
he travels with Joe Biden. This is, I mean, and I think the people, I think Visor, Hamburger, and ironically, Glenn Kessler was the one who hooked me up with him. You know, Glenn Kessler is the fact checker, and he wrote an uh, an article declaring four Pinocchios about Hunter being at Cafe Milano to introduce his business partners to Joe Biden. And I said, no, you know, Glenn, I respect you as a journalist, but here are emails showing that this was planned two and three days in advance. And Hunter tells everyone that his dad's going to be there. Right. And to his credit, Glenn is an honorable man. Six days later, I'm sitting in the boardroom of the Washington post. And, you know, I think the reporters want to report, but I think there are, powers inside that building and inside that city that are squashing their desires so uh while i have respect for those three individuals i I somewhat feel sorry for them because in the same situation what did i do i quit Mm -hmm. right let's go to that now what's going on now let's go to that now i'm going to play that recording and take okay hit it and so this is on YouTube. You said this was uploaded by somebody else. And this is uh, the video that you recorded two minutes and 22 seconds. How great is that? Uh, this is uh, Jack says him calling General Flynn to get involved with the Hunter Biden laptop. Here we go. And who's this? This is Jack Maxey, M-A-X-E-Y, the guy who broke every single thing you've ever seen on Hunter Biden's laptop and who is in Switzerland right now having done a complete forensic examination. And I want the general to know that Hunter's laptop is filled with DOD root certificates. I tried to call the embassy on Monday. The regional security officer never called me back, but they're all active. And anybody who has a copy of Hunter Biden's laptop has these. No, we've never met, but I've admired you for a long time, General, and I promise you... I really answer my calls, and I don't recognize, but because of where it was coming from, I'm actually expecting a call down that way. It's horrifying stuff. We also found 266 emails in a cursory fashion, all on Metabiota. We found 80,000 new images and videos, which we decided we can't look at, because I will bet... My life, there's child pornography on there because the first 10 we looked at were pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. So, so here's the deal. The people who screwed with you, Pete Strzok and that group over at CI, all yeah. have this, theoretically, and have done yeah. nothing. So how can I get your help in getting these certificates at the very least shut down? And I'm here with the Daily Mail, and, uh, you know, getting a comment from you would be great. I think this is a moment where we serve up justice extra cold. Uh, I'm not going to give you any comments, you know, because I can't see it. I don't see it, you know. Um, let me give it some thought. And, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I, can, I can send it to you over a secure transfer link from Switzerland. No, no, don't, okay. don't do that. Don't do that. Um, no, don't do that. Yeah, that's me, been my uh, problem as well. All right, sir. Thank you very much. I'm on signal, too. Take care. Well, there you go. 
And what did uh, you, you know, know? Look, you just think about this. I found root certificates that seem to give Hunter administrative access to the Department of Defense email system. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let me think about that for a while and uh, I'll get back to you. I also found 260 emails concerning Metabiota and the Ukraine Biolabs. Um, well, let me consider this for a while and I'll call you back, right? This is the sharp tip of the spear. This is DEFCON 1. Like ball bat. <clears throat> That's DEFCON 1 right there. Right? right? And I, I noticed they were, they were sort of interfering with the recording as it played. So maybe throw the link up so people could see it. Now, here's also the irony. Well, in the edit, I'll just boost, I'll boost it. I'll clean it up in the edit and boost it. And it should be. Did you see funny. how on the bottom it says 8,900 views? Yeah. That's nonsense. I've posted that thing and gotten thousands of likes. Mm -hmm. uh, the whole thing is completely broken. And if we don't take it back, and if we don't take it back in a legal way via the Constitution, I think we're in big trouble. I, as I said in an interview right after the election, I said one thing that I find very interesting was somebody took a deer rifle and shot a transformer in North Carolina, and 45,000 people lost their power. Yeah, I said, like if anybody wants to see what the future will look like if this goes south, if our elected leaders don't do their duty, you know, expect to see more of this. And what's happened since? We've now had 27, you know, transformers all in the Northwest that have been shot up. Yep. I mean, if this goes copycat, we, we close down the country in an instant and, and it will not be recoverable. Mm -hmm. And so it, we're in a very dangerous situation and we're being led by people who primarily are motivated by their own selfishness uh, and by uh, this delusional notion that uh, they can control this out of control locomotive. It's, it's gotta be put to a break here. And- Jack, scary. I just wanna jump in because you've got so much. I just would really like to, to mark this for the audience. So here it is, you have somebody who's, who calls a general and says, I am in possession of something that has massive national security ramifications for our country. I am also in possession of something that has massive child pornography and potentially trafficking ramifications for our country. And just for those two, by the way, are from the son of the sitting president in the White House. That right. Right there, just right. any and one the, of those folks even should just warrant an immediate investigation for good conscience if you follow any type of higher power, God, creator, you're a benevolent human being. That's that's where I come from, my perception. And to, and to say Brother, I would not do this if that was not my motivation. I, my whole right? motivation is to save human lives, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm just going back to the phone call. Lives. I mean, the phone call, you know, and to have that countered back at you and saying, oh, and then by the way, you know, we also have this information about this private sector bio lab company, which now is completely implicated in the 46 minimum announced bio labs in yeah. Ukraine, which have DNA bio targeting, which can allow you to choose 
uh, males from the age up to 65 years old and they're part, you know, Ukrainian and they're part Slavic. And then you can wipe them out just like we saw in the very last James Bond movie where Bond, Daniel Craig's character died, right? So you could choose that. Well, that was just shared here. And and you and you've got somebody who, if that was Flynn's voice, again, I haven't done the forensics on it, and I, I'm trusting you saying that it, it was. I just have to say that it's for Flynn's the voice. I, I, My goodness, you, right? Uh, How general I won't that's publish telling. Your cell phone that's revealing. Yeah. yeah. But here's something really interesting, too. Okay. Garrett Ziegler, mm -hmm. who's obviously buddies oh. with Flynn, turns out that Flynn and uh Byrne were in part funding Ziegler. Yeah. Uh, again, look at these people. Nothing happens to them. It, you want to see what a disgusting person Patrick Byrne is? Patrick Byrne said on stage, proud of it, that if the FBI had asked him to murder that girl who was the Russian NRA girl, like I'm forgetting her name right now, mm. uh, he would have done it. And he was sleeping with her for two and a half years informing on her. I wouldn't share a bar stool with this guy. Rolling over. Yeah. And yet he's he's out there giving speeches. And you've got General Flynn. General Flynn is supposedly a Catholic, but he looks like Elmer Gantry every time he gets on stage, you know. Hey, Jesus, they me you know. Utter and complete frauds. And I've had multiple people approach me who worked for him at Defense Intelligence Agency and said that everybody in the room thought he was a blowhard moron. Right. He would leave the conference room and everyone would look at each other and be like, what did he just say? Mm -hmm. And let's also not forget, look what General Flynn got in trouble for. General Flynn got in trouble for representing uh, Turkey. Uh, right. This is at a time when we are in kind of conflict with Turkey con concerning Syria and our support of uh, the Kurds. And they're dealing with a Kurdish insurgency in their own country. They're threatening to kick us out of the air base. And that great Patriot General Flynn's over there representing them for money. Mm -hmm. That's not a Patriot. That is a grifter. Utter and complete grifter. Right? These guys do their 20 years. He's a general. He's going to be looking at like 85 grand for the rest of his life. It's not enough for him. Not enough. And the same with half these other generals who are working. You know, go look at the board of directors of the major defense contractors in America. Half of them are retired U.S. military uh, flag rank officers. This is an obscenity, right? Because these countries are engaged in trying to, you know, sell as much military equipment as they can. And what's the best environment for them? War. What have we been engaged in since George Bush came to the presidency? Nonstop? Yep. War. Yep. Yep. Total death and destruction. And backing up now, or fast forwarding now, depending on how you look at it, to the point about the attacks, 27 different attacks up in the Pacific Northwest right before Christmas of taking down the Transformers, and even the one outside of Fort Bragg, North, um, North Carolina, you know, on the military bases of just supposedly random attacks of people just driving up and shooting up or blowing up or setting fire to power transformer stations, which most of those, as one of our mutual acquaintances, Michael Jaco, reported, 
are right out beside special forces bases. The second battalion ranger regiment up in the Pacific Northwest, which is also home to one of the SOG groups. And uh, our mutual friend, Colonel Sellers was looking into that. We texted about it you know, when Jacob put the show out there. And that just seems to be something that can amp up real quickly. In the United States, there's gotta be, I would imagine now over 2 million terrorists who have been imported slash came in through the border or flown in through the Biden organization. Um, and that's just the ones that are tracked and known well, about. Think about this. Disappeared. How many Timothy McVeigh's have we created? Two million terrorists, known terrorists, disappeared in the country of the United States in the last year plus. We've got a million young Americans who've been trained in chaos over the last 30 years, mm -hmm. most of whom who are feeling betrayed like all, all the rest of us yeah. by our government, right? You know, yeah. how many of those guys would it take to shut the whole thing down? And it wouldn't have to be organized. It's just like, wow, do you see those guys? Yeah. They, they dumped that, you know, diesel truck into the uh, aqueduct heading into L.A. And now they don't have any drinking water. Maybe we could try that in Salt Lake City. I mean, it's to see this thing turn to utter apocalypse is moments away if it if it happens. And ladies and gentlemen, our show will continue after these brief and important messages. Everybody you've seen before, and I've got to tell you, I am a case study for the Root Brands. This product is amazing. In addition to that, it is the Trinity Pack Plus, which I recommend. Now, involved in it, you get the Zero In, which is amazing. The world's first quantum nootropic. So basically, it allows your pineal gland to tap into the God consciousness. How amazing is that? We have reports from athletes and Olympians that their performance has increased by 40 to 50% in approximately 30 days. So just imagine if you have a child who is looking to excel in athletics at school, and then they start taking this. Again, this is all natural. By the way, it's also BSCG approved, which is the approval in the United States for all professional sports, which means there are no drugs, which means that if you're in professional sports in the United States, you can take this with the approval it's already stamped right here on the package and you can allow yourself to have greater creativity greater focus i have absolutely seen incredible aspects of my response time my reaction time my focus my clarity literally soar to levels i've never had it before remember i was a first responder being a wildfire fighter working for the province of ontario i was serving my country as a canadian infantry soldier honorably discharged and moved on and i have been in the corporate rat race and also in my own companies as an entrepreneur so thus far anything that i've tried in my lifetime this is the one it's incredible you take one to two tabs very simply a day now here's another amazing thing back when i was run over on my motorcycle in 2015 it took me almost 17 months to walk normally again one of the things i learned about was chelation in the body what does that do chelation is a natural molecule that allows you to bond to heavy metals in your body now as a younger teen i was smoking so i have a lot of heavy metal toxicity my mother was a smoker had mercury as well fillings so there's heavy metals in the bloodstream anyway the only way the body can get those out is through a process called chelation which is introducing a natural natural molecule 
The great thing about the Trinity pack is you have it right here. There's something called Clean Slate. Talk about wipe the slate clean, right? Perfect name. So you can order this independently at therootbrands.com forward slash soul. Use the code soul at checkout. I just put this on subscribe and save because in your next month's order, you save up to $15. This ships to over 60, six zero countries. Again, American made, absolutely incredible. And then also you have the restore packs, which we've seen help people restore leaky gut. We've had people who have reported, and I can't say this heals, and I can't say it's a cure, all right? So understand this, but we've had people report that they have restored their gut health, that they no longer have the issues and the symptoms with things like Crohn's disease or leaky gut, right, and stress. We also understand scientifically that 95% of our neurons are in our gut. So when you get the Trinity pack, that also comes with these little gel packs, all natural, tastes good, kind of got a sweet orange flavor in them. And that has roughly the equivalent of a day's entire nutrition in these little packs and supplements. So easy for carrying around on the go, putting into your kids' meals when they go to school. Also, remember we, we talk back about clean slate, wiping the slate clean. This is a slow extraction of those heavy metals bonding into your out of your body and it is evacuated through the bladder generally naturally and so we've seen people in certain clinical research have shown that markers have gone back down in 30 days to a little bit more than that almost two months to nearly zero so we understand that we've had heavy metals in water that's happened all our lifetime we have it in the air stuff's put into the air even just the chemical smoke right from traffic and fog. So you definitely wanna take care of your body because when you wipe the slate clean and then you're zeroing in to the God consciousness in the mind, literally what a great name that they put together on this product, you are absolutely able to tap in and have the highest, my personal belief, the highest increase of consciousness, creativity, focus, and love and life that you've ever experienced. This is my experience. This is what many people have been reporting. So go to therootbrands.com forward slash soul. Use soul at checkout. Try the Trinity pack. Absolutely put it on subscribe and save. If you're just interested to attempt zero in, especially for little ones, for athletics or yourself, you notice that you're not as focused or yet creative at the office, the environment, or just being around your family and tapped in, give it a shot, go for it. The zero in, or the full Trinity pack, you get that. I mean, my goodness, it's just uh, for the price of a Starbucks latte each day, you are literally having the highest chance at creating whole health and unleashing your God-given DNA, which helps us become superhuman and tap into those potentials. Now, thank you very much for listening. On we go. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes part one of our broadcast with Jack Maxey. Tune in shortly for part two. Until then, please add a plus sign to Rumble. Add a comment for any questions you have or interactions about this episode. Stand up. We need to come together as a global community to fight back against this evil which has been perpetrated upon us all. And do share this everywhere you can to wake more people up in the world. The more, the merrier is how it goes. And that's one of the ways 
we win for humanity. Many blessings to you folks. Thanks for joining us on the program, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, follow, subscribe, share this with nine friends and family. And of course, if you enjoy our blinged Buddha firing red pills from his nine mil, let us know.